Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Welcome to the Throwing Jabs Podcast with Jace Garcia and Jared Jones. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Throwing Jabs Boxing Podcast. I'm your host, Jace Garcia, joined as always with my main man, Jared Jones. And Jared, why don't you introduce us to our special guest this evening? Today we have the one, the only, the under five foot assassin, the hundred pound phenomenon, the tiny terror, the non-bimbo blonde Kimbo, (laughs) Trinity, tiny terror, Jones, how you doing kid? Good dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's dive into the big fight that happened this weekend. Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz. Dude, I knew from the this battle was won and lost at the scales. When Andy Ruiz walks in there and he's 20 pounds over the weight limit. I mean, over what he was last fight. Yep. And, and Anthony Joshua's coming in lighter. No. Disaster. I, yeah, I mean, I was all on. I, I was hyped to see Andy Ruiz shock the world again. We both we both picked Andy. Yeah. And, I, and I texted you right before the fight started and said, I want to change my yeah. pick to a- Anthony Joshua. And it wasn't, and, and even after the weigh-in, granted, the weigh-in swung me. But Joshua's hair. I'm going to get to Ruiz in the flurry. I don't even want to okay. talk about it. But as far as Anthony Joshua, the hair. He didn't cut his hair. Did you see his hair? Yeah. It was a little frazzled. Yeah, I guess. And, they sa- and the announcer said that he did that specifically not to distract himself from the fight. Okay. I don't want to do anything out there in the public eye. This kid conducted himself as a champion. Yeah, you're right. He looked... And, and, and I, I mean, there's a lot of people saying uh, he ran. You know, why didn't he fight this guy? He didn't fight because he wouldn't have won... The way those people wanted him to fight, he wouldn't have won the fight. That would have been a way to lose. If you like yeah. Ali, if you like Floyd, if you like boxing, you got to give AJ his props here. Yeah, we can all fall victim to loving the knockouts. I mean, that that's how Andy Ruiz won the first fight. But getting down to the pure science, Anthony Joshua is a gold medalist for a reason, and that's what he showed. Yeah, on Sunday. Well, and, the, and the, they say styles make fights. I mean, the blueprint's been drawn for both guys. If you can go Joshua into a fight, he's beatable. Yeah. He doesn't have the best chin in the world. And if you can keep Andy Ruiz at at a distance, you can beat him too. Or if I you think can just they feed him a bunch of cake before the fight. <laughs> 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 That's the he gave us the answer to why wait. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a heavyweight title fight coming up. So put the Snickers down for yeah. a couple of days. You know, that's that's why wait. I mean, you take Thanksgiving off. You're fine. That, that's probably where it all came from. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Sit the next few plays out, huh, big guy? <laughs> yeah. All right. So what is next for Joshua here? Got some names down. Usyk, the Fury versus Wilder 2 winner. A possible rematch. They hinted that. What do you think is next? Um, I don't like the rematch with Ruiz. I just don't like it. I think if you look at those two fights and ask me which one is a fluke, it was the first one. Yeah. You know, that's the outlier, and that's what makes it so unfortunate. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to save what I have to say about Ruiz, but it's, it's bubbling, man. I'm, I'm not... 
That's you blew it. And you six a great fight with Joshua uh, Wilder Fury. I'd see any of those. Not sure what's next for Ruiz. I don't think it should be Anthony Joshua. Is he going to put on another 20 pounds and come in over 300? Because that's where he is if he does what he did over again. It's completely possible. You saw what happened to these some other guys that this shit happened to. Buster Douglas and uh, yeah. uh, Haseem Rahman. I yeah, mean, Stephen A. said it best. Like I, I defended Andy Ruiz when he first won the belt. But Stephen A. said it, this is Butterbean 2.0. Oh. I mean, it, with some stunt like this, I mean, it yeah. makes sense. But now, I, <clears throat> there, there was a second that we had a square there for the top four in heavyweights. Now it's back to a triangle. I think we're back to three. Yeah. Yeah, Rock, absolutely. Rock, paper, scissors. Also last weekend, Jamal Charlo finished Dennis Hogan in the seventh round, retained his alphabet middleweight title. This fight, I had said Hogan um, probably doesn't stand a chance to win, but may do well. I was wrong about that. He was outclassed by a lot more than I thought he would be. It was not half as competitive as I expected. But still, I mean, with the number 48 ranked guy versus a top two or three guy, granted, you know, um, that's you you expect him to walk over that guy. So I thought it'd be a little bit more competitive. It wasn't. It's time for Charlo to move up. Yeah, I agree. Or uh, or fight. I mean, there's guys in his weight class that that can get it done. I mean, oh yeah. Obviously, he uh, Chris, Chris Eubanks Jr. was on that card. That that might be something. Looked that's good. that's at least a step up from yeah. this. But well, I'll, and that's I'll the see. type of place you want to see him go. Andrade yeah. and Triple G and Canelo. These these other guys are are way out of his wheelhouse. He hasn't I want to see him fight any of those guys, but I think his lack of competitive fights uh, would cause him to lose to anybody on that list. Yeah, even well, even Eubanks, I think I think could get, that's that's a hell of a fight. Okay. Yeah, I I do think that's what we're getting next. I do want to see down the line. I, I think he is a guy that could, you could plug in and have a good fight with Triple G, Canelo, Andre. So we'll, well see. a money fight, yeah. Yeah, well, as long as he stays undefeated, and I think that's kind of what he's doing is waiting for his money fight. You know, he's going to get paid a lot of money to fight one of these bigger names, and uh, probably sooner than later. All right, and then this weekend on ESPN, Saturday night at Madison Square Garden, Terrence Bud Crawford looks to defend his WBO welterweight uh, championship Against, uh, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce this dude's last name or first name. Uh, he, he's 21 and he's 21, 0 and one. Um, on paper, it looks good, but but I expect Bud Crawford to 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 outclass him. Like he like uh, he's Kavalanskis. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even trying. It. This That's, is. A- <laughs> And this is who Terrence Crawford's fighting. Like, we both know who Terrence Crawford is. Yeah. It's Egidius Cavalaskis. Caval- this is what happens when you throw up alphabet soup. <laughs> this is what you get. They sure had a way of stringing a bunch of letters together when they made his name, yeah. huh? Oh, but uh, man. it's going to be domination by Crawford. The one thing with Crawford, though, is he does seem to be a bit of a slow starter. So maybe if this guy can get in early, might do something. But I just don't see him being able yeah. to do that. No, I don't. I don't think we'll know his name after the fight either. No. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but also in the co-main event of that, 
undefeated light heavy light lightweight up and comer Teofimo Lopez challenges Richard Kami for the IBF lightweight title. This this looks like the fight that the winner is gonna get Loma. Yeah. And I'm excited for the Teofimo Lopez. Solid up and comer, and this is first real real test. We've been we've been calling for this guy to make a move like this, and he's this is a big jump for him. Um and this is one of those te- this is one of those tests on the way up, man. Lopez comes through this. Yeah, he's in line for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. This one this whole card, that with the Bud Crawford, that that's a good night of fights there. Yeah, yeah, definitely some fights to watch. For sure. That's that Lopez fight. That might be, I mean, even more than Crawford, because I don't I don't like I I'm not sure a lot of people taking a GDS over in Las Vegas. Yeah. But uh, but that Lopez fight is probably the one to watch. Call me Lopez. Both of those guys can bang. Yep, yep, yep. I'm excited. So, uh, you ready to bring on the Tiny Terror? <clears throat> yeah. You ready for this, kiddo? Yeah. Yeah, what, uh, got a question for her, Jace? <clears throat> All right. Yeah. How, how did you get into boxing? Obviously, it has to probably do with your dad here, Mr. Boxing Head. But what, what was that process like? Um, well, it really started with, like, just my dad helping me learn how to box, and then he kind of took me to, like, doing more work with people who worked in gyms and stuff like that. That's cool. That's cool. Now, you you go to these gyms and that stuff. Do you ever follow the actual, the big guys, the Canelos, the big fighters like that? Um, sometimes. Not really, but a little bit. All right, all right. She actually called that first Ruiz fight. You remember? You told me the big guy was going to win. You took the underdog. You were all excited that he knocked it. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm like, That's this cool. guy's a gold medalist, Trin. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So what a piggyback off that question, Um, just thought of it now while you said that. What do you think some of the differences are? You've seen scrub scraps in the way that I do the things that I do and then you've been in you know a half dozen or so other gyms and seen the way that other trainers do things what do you think some of the differences are between scrub scraps and boxing as as it is outside of scrub scraps well in other gyms sometimes it's more based off of like actually trying to get into like more amateur and like trying to get into getting a record and trying to get more wins and scrub scraps is more like trying to advance who you are as a person and not just solely off of trying to be a better boxer but trying to be a better person that's great that was a good answer kid <laughs> yeah and uh pretend your dad's not here how has your experience been with scrub scraps if your dad's not here what would you say it's been good i had one fight and it was fun to do like it was fun to have at least one fight and i'd want to do more but there's not like a lot of kids yeah that are that interested in boxing now what is the lead up to the fight because it, it with like the canals nest up they have like months and months of training camp what what's some what's the lead up like in scrub scraps i don't really know because my fight the kid kind of walked up to me and said we should fight 
like we should ask your dad if we can do a match and that's I wasn't like expecting to fight that day but yeah you hadn't planned a hadn't wow. planned an actual match but you but you are uh you have you sparred with some of the you know a, a lot of the guys that and and girls that have come over and fought you've sparred with and you've seen kind of the training that we do to get to that point three minute rounds and then when we fight it's two minute rounds you know mm-hmm. and they try to like rotate everyone around so they get new opponents and like adjust to everyone everybody's size because you're hard to hit you know at under five feet and just under 100 pounds it's you've got good head movement and it's hard for people to put their hands on you adjusting to different fighting styles yeah if they can find a way to control you without knocking you out and then find a way to work with you know some of our bigger guys jordan dane Mm -hmm. you know then uh i feel like they've got the whole spectrum so what's your most memorable moment at scrub scraps probably when i fought yeah yeah yeah, uh, Skylar walking across the ring and raising your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. All right. Now we're going to end the show like we always do. And Jared, hit me with that flurry. Um, last weekend we saw the rematch of yeah. Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz. And um, Ruiz came in the first time, shook up the world upset the heavyweight champion the gold medalist like i said i was sitting in my living room laughing at at the youth (laughs) and ignorance of my daughter who was picking andy ruiz to beat anthony joshua wasn't going to happen it did everyone shocked andy ruiz from a child building up to this moment hundreds and hundreds of amateur fights for, for three 200 and something wins and five losses this guy had close three three four hundred amateur a a whole buttload of amateur fights to get to the point that he got to a whole bunch of professional fights to get where he got just the one loss to parker and gets that shot when you're you know barely top 50 heavyweights and you get that shot against the champion you're a warm-up to keep him to keep him warm while while wilder and fury get and you come away with the win and um and then we have this rematch and you lose and i saw a meme that that was uh you made us proud andy ruiz you don't have anything to be ashamed of you were the heavyweight champion of the world and i i completely disagree i think he has everything to be ashamed of I think his handlers should be ashamed of him. I think his parents should be, his children should be ashamed of him. If Trinity were to see me conduct myself like that out in the world, I would want her to be ashamed with me. Vocally ashamed with me. Tell me that I'm ashamed with you, Dad. The world deserves better, a better version of you than that. To go out to gain 20 plus pounds to admittedly have been drinking and partying and let it go to your head and you don't have one friend I don't mean mom dad I love my brothers and sisters Joel Tim Julie Jesse they can't tell me a lot of times when I'm messing up because I didn't pick them you know so it comes from a different place when your mom and dad tell you to do something different you know you because I'm talking about like those good friends that you picked that the the dizzles the littles the danes the the people that were at my intervention when I was in my darkest place. Where were the, either 
either Andy Ruiz doesn't have any people like that in his life or they completely failed him or he's a moron and they should all be ashamed if you were close enough to intervene here and that's what it sounded like he needed you know he needed somebody to sit him down and say dude you have a fight coming up that you have worked for your entire life hundreds and hundreds of fights and thousands of sparring rounds you've put in to being where you are right now and you're going to throw it away you're going to throw it in the garbage you're going to come in there fat and everybody's going to say all the buster douglas stuff about you and letting the championship go to your head and those people that instead of saying that, they're like, yo, guess who's in the house? They turn into hype man. Heavyweight champion of the world, Andy Ruiz. Garbage. You need that, that friend, that, that somebody, somebody close to you that's going to say, enough is enough. This is, this is what you work so hard for. He should be ashamed. Yeah. Uh, I, in the build-up to this fight, I brought up, <clears throat> uh, I paraphrased Teddy Atlas as he said, uh, Going into this fight after the loss to Andy Ruiz, was Anthony Joshua still have the right mindset? Was he still, it was he content with his money, or was he just fighting for the belt, or just fighting? Well, then that's it. That, we that's what Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz was content with getting all that fame from that one knockout. Exactly, exactly. Ate so much that he forgot what it was like to be hungry. Yes, and it's not supposed to happen that literally quick. and physically. Yeah, yeah, and we were, and we were. That's so funny. We were asking those same questions about Anthony Joshua. Is he still hungry? And then he got knocked out, and he got hungry again. And that was one of the best versions of that guy we've ever seen. Getting knocked out will bring it all out of you, yeah. won't it, Anthony Joshua? The prop, the problem. I think in general with our society, you know, and that's what the flurry is kind of about is taking boxing and and generalizing it. I think one of the biggest problems we have is that the people far enough away from us, those acquaintances, those Facebook friends, they don't know what's really going on in the in the inside of it. Andy Ruiz, when he was getting drunk late night and doing stuff he wasn't supposed to be doing, it wasn't his parents or his yeah. Facebook friends that were hanging out with him. So people that far away, they don't know well enough that something's wrong to say anything to you. And then the closest people to you, they don't want to hurt your feelings. They don't want to come off some kind of way and have you have you upset with them for yeah. being the one to call them out for doing something wrong. If you have friends like that, not that, not that kid that criticizes everything you do, but that person that's close to you and tells you because they care about you, you should be doing something different. If you have a friend that criticizes you, even when it hurts your feelings, you got to hold that dear to you because the world is running out of people like that. And Andy Ruiz didn't have anybody. Yeah, you're right. Uh, before we end the show, I do want to bring up, so now that we do have the trinity back at the heavyweight division who's your number one who's coming out on top oh man, man you know that ah uh, this strikes me it's it's a little tyson-ish but wilder until he loses until something happens i feel like the best boxer in the division might be fury if it's not joshua it's fury if yeah. you got a draw with fury and almost knocked him out like until he doesn't until there's somebody he doesn't knock out or doesn't have to come back to life to finish the yeah, fight you're right 
I've always I've been saying Wilder for a long time. I can't change it now. Fifty fights in, I I mean I was on the bandwagon and you know at fourteen fifteen. Yeah, I I think I think Fury, because he is the best boxer there, and it's only a matter of time before someone can expose Wilder and just yeah. not get hit with that hand. Probably. But uh, I think regardless, Anthony Joshua, yeah, he did lose. Which put him at the bottom of this. Well, either would beat him. But yeah, I think that's I mean, what we're saying. It's either yeah. one of those guys. He gets hit, and uh, even when even he won that fight using his range and using the sweet science. But Wilder and Fury, they're taller than you. They're lankier than you. They're longer than you. You you, you can't fight that. They way. cut the ring off. Yeah. So th- that is interesting. That is the the pinnacle of boxing right now. I think those three. Once, I I just want to see them fight each other, but that's gonna be it for the show. Thank you guys for watching, or thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope to see you next time, and take care.